0: Good morning. It is Friday, February 24th uh, and PCE just came in. Uh, Looks like inflation is not going back. So uh, yeah, personal income was up 1.8% versus uh, expected 1.2%. Markets took a significant leg back. So uh, if you're playing at something like an SPXU, like an SQQQ, you're fine. If you're not, Eh, you probably heard on the other side, TQQQ. Let's see what TQQQ is trading for. I, I still say TQQQ is heading towards 20. Um, the 200 day is right at 2234. Uh, I think that's probably a support level TQQQ, the the 65 minute algorithm does have you in right now on TQQQ, but in pre-market, it's at 2185. I think you're heading down towards 20. Um, if you want to be honest, I don't wait for that one to kind of, in my mind, it's it's not a buy on a Friday. Just kind of there. Uh, I do have a note to myself, and I will be doing this over the weekend, to do a video, a one-minute stock analysis on YouTube uh, for Netflix. Uh, I think this is one that I have in my sights. It has covered uh, the gap down. Uh, I believe that this one could be a buy. We'll see how it plays out today. It is trading at 317 in pre-market. Uh, the support level is probably the 200-day, and that's 300. I, I said that 300 was kind of the the pivot point on this one, but I will do a one-minute stock analysis on YouTube, so if you're not subscribed to YouTube, go over to YouTube, hit the subscribe button, um, You know, hit the alerts, because you can also watch me live in the mornings if you want. That's where I tape this, <clears throat> this podcast, um, <clears throat> but... I wanted to start out by saying, hey, I think we're heading into a down and you know, if you look at the spy, I, I mean the trend is down. The 200day the, the is moving up on, on the this is our four-hour algorithm, which moves faster than a daily. Uh, it's two candles a day rather than a one candle a day. Uh, the MacD is clearly moving down. The RSI is at 41. It's coming off at of 35. Uh, which is was the morning candle, um, which was a red candle yesterday, and then we had a green candle in the afternoon because it opened at 397. It closed at 400, um, so you were up three points so in the afternoon. I think you're going to start to see red candles. There is a lot of red on my screen in the core portfolio, um, so I, I would expect that we see kind of a, a down to start on the day. If you get some type of news in the afternoon, Maybe you get picked up, but I would say, you know, Hey, we've, we've run. If you look at a monthly candle of spy um, and we just go to, let's go to a weekly, a uh, weekly candle of spy. We're down a little bit that, that kind of button hook is happening on the week weekly. The MACD is still above the strike line and the RSI is still at 51. So from a weekly perspective, yeah, it seems like we've been going down because you've had three down days in a row. But or, I'm sorry, three, three weekly down, uh, down weeks. But we're really just kind of hovering. I mean, you're hovering around 4000 on the S&P. So you're not moving that much. It does seem like, you know, doom and gloom is happening uh, with all of these kind of quick, uh, big, big moves. But from a weekly perspective, you're just not moving much. 4000 is kind of hitting it. And you just on the weekly just broke the, the 50 day, the 200 day for support, by the way, if you're looking at the weekly chart of SPY, the 200-day is at 371. That's a major, major move down. If you want to see actual support, that's where the support would, would happen. The October lows, you got down to 348, and that broke the 200-day. So that 200-day is an important level. 370 is where it's at. Um, that's kind of my take on it. Uh, but I will do again. Head over to YouTube, and I'll be doing a uh, a Netflix video, like I did on Boyle last week. And if you invested in Boyle last week, um, we were at the four dollar mark. And when I did that did that uh, video, I think I said, "Hey, if it holds four, then we're probably in an uptrend." It held four on our four hour algorithm. The buy in uh, was yesterday at five dollars and twenty two cents. Today in pre market, you're at five forty nine uh it does look like natural gas is in an upward trend and it is changing i would be very careful i wouldn't hold this over the weekend i would probably take my um take my gains and be perfectly happy that's just me it's a triple levered etf doesn't mean that you know natural gas is at $2 per therm or something like that here uh it's still at $6 over in europe but you're heading into the summer um you know natural gas is uh historically uh just doesn't get used in the summer as much, I should say. But uh, Europe is at its storage capacity. So they're just not seeing it. Now, when you talk about uh, natural gas, LNG, Chenier Energy, they had their earnings yesterday, blew it out of the water. I said, buy this one under 150. It popped to 160. Um, You're up just at the 200 day right now. Not a huge, huge deal. Um, to, to think about buying now because the RSI is at 71, I probably wouldn't. I would wait for this one to get back in the 150s. But if you want to buy this one at the 150s, what they showed was um, $15.78 per share. That's what they made, $15.78 per share. Uh, they showed that they can take cheap gas from the U.S., transport it over to Europe, and sell it at a significant gain. So... Natural gas, that's one. Uh, I wanted to look at, uh, alert you, Warrior Trader, which I watch, I I think he's he's an excellent trader. Um, His fundamentals are fantastic. Uh, He looked at OCEA yesterday, and he said it was a banana squeeze. I still have no clue what a banana squeeze is. He explains it. He opened up his uh, uh, course, so you can look at it. But OCEA, yesterday... This is a 30-minute chart. And so at 9.30 yesterday, it opened at $6.45. It went up to $26.60. So it is now back down at 10.74. And that's where it closed. Pre-market, it's at 8.31. So it's down 23% from where it closed. I would not buy into this one. I just want to show you with penny stocks and short stuff and and his identifiers. He is a, a risky trader. Um, and, and he puts a lot of money on the line. He trades with margin, uh, the guy doesn't seem to be super rich. So he probably makes his money off of charging you for his courses and stuff like that. But he, his fundamentals are sound. He's a good, um, good solid teacher. Uh, but he is risky. He's not going to make you rich overnight. Uh, he will probably lose you money before you make money. Uh, we talked about Square yesterday and Square crushed, Earnings with their revenues. Uh, Earnings per share were down 22 cents per share, but their overall earnings and their outlook pushed them up. They're up 5% at $78. So uh, I forget who it was. Let me see. Who asked me to look at Square yesterday? Um, Somebody asked me to look at Square. And I said, hey, it's not a great strategy to. Wait for earnings and then try and rebuy it. Blah blah blah. I just didn't think it was good. It had been beaten down before, um, but they're up. Uh, You could have tried that strategy. Personally, I just own it. I just own it. I don't have it in the core portfolio. I hold quite a bit of this one. The MACD is looks like it's crossing up right now. You'd be out of it, um, but it looks like it's crossing up. Uh, The fundamentals are there. It's it's a good good property. but initially, when they announced their earnings, by the way, it was down at I think $70 and then it popped. Um, so it was interesting. Sam on Facebook, and I'm just going to go through a couple of requests here. Uh, Sam on Facebook wanted me to look at Purple Innovations. I think this is the mattress company, PRPL. I don't, I did the bed in a box thing, um, I want to say six years, maybe seven years ago. And I bought Brooklyn Bedding. And ironically, I made a ton of money. Uh, off of Brooklyn betting because they would uh, pay me. I had a YouTube video that showed me sleeping. Uh, it was an amazing, amazing bed. Uh Ironically, Sam, Purple just had a cross-up on our four-hour algorithm at $4.42. The earnings are coming up uh, on March 7th. Let's take a look at some of the fundamentals. Um, so, Purple is not making money. Um, they don't have a P.E., uh their target price is 648 you're trading at 442. Your 52 week high is 797. You're 44% below that so you do have some good upside to the 52 week. Your 52 week low is $2.65 which you are 66% above. So far year to date you're down 7%. Uh November 22nd, uh November 10th there was an upgrade hold to buy with a $6 price target so you're trading at 442 $6 price target. Uh, there's an article right here from yesterday from Zach's, uh, down uh, 26.6% in four weeks. Here's why purple looks ripe for a turnaround. Um, if, if you believe them, uh, I don't, so I know about, here's what I know about purple. And this is what's dangerous is purple had some, um, some videos. and, And the only reason I know this is because I was using it against purple in my video promoting Brooklyn bedding, Purple had a uh, powder that was coming off of their mattresses when you pulled off the cover, and that powder, when uh, quote unquote investigated, and when I say investigate, I mean some soccer mom probably said, "Oh, it causes cancer," um, but it was dangerous. And and bedding memory foam is a dangerous material. Um, you know, there's still some question, is it good to sleep on, blah, blah, blah. But the reality of it is there there is some dangers in that. This purple had, a, had an actual, you know, you could see it. So when you popped on the mattress, you would see all this purple dust pop up. Uh, and they had the cover on it. I think they've come out of that, blah, blah, blah. But the good news is, and here's the crazy thing. You had Coliseum Capital Management buy. Uh, they're a director. At $4.50, they bought $26 million worth of shares. Um, 46 million shares at a cost of $4.50. And that was on, let's see, um, February 13th. So they kissed the bride right before Valentine's Day. You're trading at $4.42. Uh, They bought it at a higher price. So it could be an interesting kind of play around earnings. This one might be, you know, one that you found. Now, I do want to say, um, I don't think that the mattress game is what it once was. Uh, I will say that I I think the mattress game is difficult. I think you're uh, a commodity at this point. Um, But the gaps down here scare the F out of me. You haven't covered this gap down to 352. It was just recent. There is a gap up here, but it is above the 200 day. So while the algorithm gets you in at 4.42, it does not know what the hell's going to happen here at earnings. You made 3 cents per share on the last one, but as far as like gap earnings and stuff like that, you make cents per share, but you probably aren't turning a profit. Um it'll be interesting. I mean, I I I don't know where to guide you on this one. I can tell you that the upside, the um $6.76 that it made on on February 2nd, and you're only, what, 22 days, three weeks down, and, and you've gone down this far, it might turn up over that 200-day. I mean, if you look at it, let's look at it daily on this one just to see. You're, you're touching the 200-day. You're using that 200-day as support. So the gap up here between 499 and 547 might be a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger than the gap down here if you, if you don't close below the 200-day today. So if you close below... 423 and you're at 441 if you close below 423, which could be a possibility with that volume shelf right there um, but if you close below 423 I would say before earnings, I shouldn't say today before earnings, if you go below 423, you probably have a bottom um, that this gap down here is more of a, a linger but I don't think you're getting up here to 16 again. I, I think your top is probably over here. you can clearly see or here if I draw this. Um there's your resistance at six twenty nine six sixteen somewhere in that neighborhood, so uh it's a good twenty percent gain, nothing crazy, but I like it. Good call on that one. James wanted me to look at d e c k decker's outdoor um uh corporation I think this is the deck decking materials one uh we'll take a look at it it's ooh, it's been a high flyer ooh, this one's a high flyer. <laughs> Um, you are well above your 200 day uh, on the algorithm. The algorithm has you out of this. the The 200 days at 381. Um, you've got this gap down here between 370 and 364. Uh, they are showing huge earnings. Um, you go from 251. You went from 842 to 251, and then you go a dollar 66. Then you go 380, and then 1048. And they're past their earnings right now. Um, let's look at D E C K. Um, they're making their PE is 21. So it's super for consumer cyclical footwear. Oh, this is the footwear. Um, deckers. I think this is the one D E C K. This is the one that I think, um, Warren Buffett said was his biggest mistake back in the seventies or something. Dude, these are boomer shoes. Deckers outdoor corporation today with designs, markets and distributors footwear. Yeah. I had these as soccer shoes. Um, no insider buys all sales around four hundred for the last year uh between three fifty and four hundred so that's kind of your range um, they're at four o four uh their fifty two week high is four you three or're only six percent below that year to date you're up one one point two two percent the average target price uh the mean target price i should say is uh four hundred and eighty five dollars uh I think you're buying into strength there my 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 preference would be if you're looking at buying this one, um, wait until it's back down here at 380. I mean, that jump in earnings from $3.80 to $10.48, 48, huge. Uh, when they made two fifty one dollars back here and you were trading at $2, $234, uh, if you knew that they were going to turn around and they were going to make, I mean, they made, they made $1.66, but they probably had great forward guidance. This probably was a supply chain thing or something like that. Just so you know, though, um, the algorithm has you out, but the algorithm over a thousand candles, which is two years, only makes you 9% buying and holding the actual stock makes you 21%. Your average win is 9%, but you only win 32% of the time. So I wouldn't use the algorithm to kind of buy this one because it just doesn't perform well. Uh, As far as a 65 minute, let's look at a day trade on this one to see um you are moving down so i wouldn't think that this 65 minute one would have you in um but the candles are different yeah it has you in at 40119 you're at 404 um it's below the 200 day on this chart which is 65 minute chart um this algorithm over 7000 candles which is about 5 years makes you 231% versus the uh the buying and holding the stocks makes you 257% so it's a little bit Probably um, uh, stretched, in my opinion, but uh, that's my thing. Uh, we had news on Boeing. Their 787 Dreamliner has a fuselage issue, or they have to take the fuselage off to fix the issue, blah, blah, blah. They're saying, hey, it doesn't affect current planes in, uh, in production, uh, or I'm sorry, it just affects the planes in production, not the planes in flight. That's what they said. B.S. Uh, we have an insider that says hey um you have to it's, it's carbon fiber and or the plane isn't just aluminum so you can't just cut it out kind of thing you have to take the skin off blah 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 super super difficult fix now the question is is management going to take this one seriously is this another max issue where they say ah it's no big deal uh, and then another plane crashes who knows but the 787 dreamliner is one of their big ones um, our insider kind of says, "Hey, this is just the beginning of it." And he's not giving us inside information as far as like, um, you know, there's planes and a, you know, we're we're not selling this. There's a big deal coming up. Here are the financials. He's just saying, "Hey, from from an insider standpoint, somebody that works with Boeing, <clears throat> there's issues and, and they're bigger." So I would probably stay away from Boeing. Um, they're down at 201 in the pre market. Uh, it is the weekly stock picks pick. He does not. Uh, you know, news will always kill a stock, news like that. So there's nothing he can do about it, but uh, yeah. Uh, there was a uh, uh, Meta announced that they uh, they had that $11, and I didn't think of this, but Pins, Pinterest is the one social media app that I don't think has a paid platform, a pay to play. Um, I think you could be seeing something in that one. And we had a cross up here at 25.57. You're trading at 24.91. You're down 2% in pre market. Um, this might be one if it drifts under uh, the 200 day at 200 and two, 24.50. 24.50 is where I would say. If it drifts under there, you've already had your earnings. Um, you've had your catalyst on this one. You have, I, I think, Elliot Management is the uh, the 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 kind of, uh, the management group that's in this one, but pins, it's the only social media that doesn't have a pay to play. Even snap has a pay to play. So if you get that announcement, I think you could see a pop. And again, it's, it's under that twenty-five, we're trading in 2491. You're down big on the pre-market, uh, you know, 340 points down on the Dow, 200 points down on the NASDAQ. So, uh, There were a couple, I went over the spider sectors, and there's a couple of sectors that I want to point out that look like they could be in for a rebound. And one of them is the energy sector, XLE. You're under the 200 day, and you have a gap up here between 86 and 87. The energy sector has just been basically shit on for the last month. Um, You can see at the January highs up here, you were at 92. Um, The algorithm got you out, weighted you all the way down uh 287 got you back in at 87 and then you just had a bad couple of weeks while well, you're down you're down again your rsi is at 38 your macd is down below you wouldn't be in this as far as the algorithm goes but i wanted to show you because it does look like it's beaten down now here's the thing you're under the 200 day there's a gap here between 74 and 72 uh, that one's dangerous because if you're going back to the uh october lows and we're heading into a recession that's right in the crosshairs, that $70 price point. Um, while energy is most everyone's pick for a good sector this year, look at how it's run since 2021. This is December 2021, all the way on the left, where it was selling at 55. You're at 84 right now. And that's just two years. And, and so if you think that a 5 to 10% gain per year is average, You're trading at 55 and you're up at 85. That's a, what, 60% gain in two years. So just be careful. But I do think the XLE, I, I, I think energy's just got his place. I think XLE is one to look at. So if you're looking at some energy names, I think it's been beaten down. Another one that's come down significantly is the XLF. It is not at the 200 day. The 200 day on the XLF is trading right at about 3450. This is at 35.65. It just broke the 50-day. Um, the algorithm got you out with a six percent gain. It hasn't gotten you back in. The RSI is at 38. The MACD is still crossing down. I wanted to point this out. Uh, I think because we are in a rising uh, interest rate environment, I think the XLF is an interesting one. Now XLV, and I want to go to a uh, 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 Seeking Alpha to chart this one. But XLV has just been deadly (laughs) since December when you were up here at 139. You're only down at 130. So it's not an enormous move, but you haven't had a win in in the algorithm for quite a long time. And it's the MACD has just been basically straight lined. Um, The RSI is at 41. Here's what I want to show you. If I go over to Seeking Alpha and I type in XLV for healthcare and I look at this uh, one year. The XLV is up 2.8 versus the S&P is down 5%. Okay, that's one year. Year to date, the S&P is up 4.92 and XLV is down 3.8. So you're looking at a fairly beaten down sector year to date versus the S&P, which is up. Here's the interesting one. XLV is up 29.97 on a three-year basis. Whereas the S&P is only up 24.38. So from a three-year basis, it beats it. From a five-year basis, the XLV is up 51.65%. The S&P is up 44.35. So the XLV, uh, there was a channel, and I believe I tweet, I put this on my YouTube, I think, uh, as a post. But there's a channel that did a um, an analysis of this. And the XLV actually beats the S&P. He's a subscriber of, uh, of Seeking Alpha, so he can do 10-year charts as well. But it's interesting. Uh, XLV beats it, and you can see the XLV has been beaten down. If we go and just do a, let's do a yearly chart, um, or I'm sorry, we're going to do a monthly chart of the XLV. Look at that. Ever since 2009, you've been in a huge, huge upward trend. The only time you broke the 50-day was COVID. And that was it. So you're getting this little button hook from a a, a, a kind of monthly basis. But it's just an upward trend. That 200-day is just straight up. The 50-day is straight up. So it's been a good ETF. Eh, kind of like it. Uh, We're going to review some of our scans. So Pfizer scanned up. Uh, I said I like this one at 50. Um, This one has continued to just slide down. Uh, Today it's at 42.11. Uh, the algorithm, I got you in at 42.81, but it got you right back out. There's a gap up here between 44 um, and 45, around there. I think you're fine in this one. Again, it's a healthcare one. I think healthcare has just been beaten down. We showed that one. KOLD had a cross up on Tuesday. And ironically, uh, it was up um, when you look at this one. It started out at 76.81. It got all the way up to 82. So that day, it had a great cross-up, great move. Uh, Hasn't gotten you out of the four-hour algorithm yet, but Boyle has gotten you in, and Boyle has moved big. So uh, I would be out of KOLD because I do think that Boyle has the confirmation now. Uh, NEO, it got you in at 10.05 on February 21st. Got you out yesterday at a 2% loss, um, right before their earnings. Right before their earnings. It's up to you if you want to hold it. Uh, I, they're, they're still just burning through cash. Uh, same Chinese car company, XPev. Well, I should say another one. Got you in at 9.43. Got you out with a, boom, a, just a 0.0 something percent loss. It's trading at $8.79. It got you in at 9.43. So if you're still holding it, eh, not that great of a, a trade. Uh, P-E-N-N, which was the gambling stock. Uh, this got you in at thirty one eighty. It got you right back out with a 3% loss. Um, it is currently trading at $30.85. Closed yesterday at $31.30. So I'd probably stay out of that one. Um, beyond me, this was a huge cross because you are trading well up on this. It traded at $17.13. It's trading at $19.20 right now. So you've got a nice, what, 10%, 15% gain in that one. Um, they, they blew away their earnings. They lost, well, I should say, they lost way less than people thought they would. So Fubo TV was one that crossed up on Tuesday. Uh, this one got you in at $2.33. It got you out with a 4% loss, but got you right back in. It's trading at $2.23 right now. So not a good week for cross-ups. WBD, this is the Warner Brothers streaming service which had another cross up I believe Um, it got you out here on February 13th and I said be careful because their earnings are coming up uh, and this one could turn south 1528 was the cross up, today you're trading uh, in pre-market right at that, at 1528 Uh, you got all the way up to, it looks like 1579 1579 So you didn't make quite 10%, but uh, it's been taken down. Just the the market's getting taken down. Uh, Wednesday, we had two cross-ups and that was Travelers, um, which crossed up at 185. You're trading at 185.47. So you're still up. This is just a boring insurance company. And it was Wednesday. You're only Friday. So I wouldn't expect a huge one. Uh, Medtronics was the other one that crossed up. I think it was right after earnings. Uh, crossed up at 86.22, you're at 83.42. Healthcare has just been beaten down. Um, but let's look at Thursday. We had Pan W, uh, which was right after their earnings, the cross-up. It was a secondary cross-up. You're still in this one. Uh, it's trading at 184, pre-market down 2%. Uh, if you listen to the algorithm, you bought at 138. So you're still in that one. I said, hey, it's a secondary cross-up. And you got this huge gap down here. I think you're probably coming down to the 170s. I wouldn't buy this one at this point. But I personally own uh, quite a bit of it. Uh, Pan W. Boyle. We had a cross up. (laughs) And Boyle is the one. uh, Let's see. It's up slightly to 548 in pre-market. The cross up was at 522. I said, hey, if it holds five, then I think we're in a bull market. I would not buy this one today. Just wait for Monday. Miss some of the run-up. Don't worry about. it. Just miss some of the run-up. But five twenty-two was the cross-up. Uh, App Harvest. We talked about. Uh, I love the love the company. Hate the stock. Stock's at a dollar four. The um, it did seem to pop up. the The buy-in was at ninety-four cents. So you're trading at a dollar. You went up to a dollar six. It looks like um, right before earnings. Looks like it's rising. I mean, you got this gap. The gap's up to one twenty-seven. It's an interesting one because maybe you cover that gap before earnings. Um, But App Harvest, again, in in pre-market, it's down 2%, down 2 cents to 104. Um, Pins, we had that cross-up. And I talked about Pinterest having this this cross-up at 25.27. You're trading at 24.88. I think some, you know, I don't know anything. You know, don't listen to a guy on the internet. Lyft, we had a cross-up. Uh, we had a cross up here at ten dollars and eighty four cents. You're trading at ten thirty five in pre market, but that was just yesterday. uh today's scans, Nvidia crossed up well, duh, I mean it was up twelve percent. uh it got you out with a forty percent gain here right before earnings, but boom two thirty six fifty eight uh you're trading at two thirty three pre market. I would not buy it at this level, even though it crossed up. Don't buy it. It's too expensive. I think you're coming down probably to the one, at least the 100s at some point in time uh, this year. And I just think you can get it at a better price. Another one that crossed up is SKT. I love this one. I love this one and I love Simon Property Group. And for the core portfolio, I had to pick one. I picked Simon. And, And I'll show you. If we go over here and we type in SPG and we're on Seeking Alpha. Uh, you can see over one year, see, uh, Simon Property Group loses eight percent versus the uh, S and P loses five percent. Uh, let's look at Tanger SKT. We'll look at this one. Actually, you know what? I'm going to add in. We'll add in uh, SPG. Um, so we'll compare all three. Here we go. So uh, over one year, Tanger is up seventeen percent. The S&P is down 5%. Simon Property Group down 8%. I picked the wrong horse. I totally picked the wrong horse. Year-to-date, Tanger is up 6%. Simon Property Group is up 4%. And S&P is up about 5%. So I picked the wrong horse. I absolutely picked the wrong horse. But Simon Property Group has a cross-up here. At 1878. They're trading at 1879 in pre-market. This one doesn't have a ton of pre-market. If you look and we go over here to um, to finvis, Simon Property Group has a PE of 1876. Uh, Tanger has a PE of 26. So Simon Property Group, in my mind, is undervalued, but there is a significant difference. And I know this just from trading this one. There is a significant difference between the two. Tanger takes their uh, profits, not just from rent, but they take a portion of the actual store sales. So as retail was going up and retail was selling, Tanger's actually making more money and they actually have a higher, um, uh, residency rate than, than, uh, Simon property group because Simon property group has higher rents. So they just, Simon property Group just gets it from rents, but that's the difference. SKT has a cross-up. I have friends that still hold SKT. I've been out of it. Uh, I own Simon Property Group. Uh, so, end phase. Uh, this is the um, solar energy group. Uh, and this is one that has just had a horrible one. It's down below the 200-day. You've had your earnings. You don't have a, a, any kind of catalyst that's coming up. Um, But 204.73, they're trading at 251. Under 200 is a good buy for this one. Um, We'll kind of pull this one back. You'll see the rise. Let's do a longer term. Let's do a weekly. And you can see this one's just pulling back. Hasn't touched the 200-day on the weekly, but the last time it touched the 200-day was 2018. So it's kind of crossed the 50-day. The last time it crossed the 50-day was February of last year when we really saw the market turn down. I would say 200 is probably the pivot point on this one. Right now, the MACD is just super low. If we run the algorithm again, uh, the MACD is just, you know, it's kind of fluttered there. Ever since the the stock was trading at about 247 uh, right after earnings. It touched its high 247. It's low on that candle. I mean, this was 12% candle. This low was 214. Uh, it's just kind of slid. The algorithm loses you 16%. Buying and holding this one makes you 12%. Algorithm doesn't completely work. But the reality of the algorithm is uh, the average win is 21. 21%. You win 25% of the time. So... I, I do think the 200 is probably your price point in this one. It's trading at $200.51. $200. It is expensive. Be aware. This is super expensive. Uh, the PE is 74. The forward PE is 27. Uh, year-to-date, it's down 22%. You are 72% above your 52-week low of 118. So it, it is expensive. It is expensive, but I had a cross up at 204. I think two, under 200, I think you pulled the trigger on that one. Am I? No, I'm a little bit safer. Remember, I'm a boomer. Chances, chances, chances. Uh, podcast favorite, Oracle. I, you know, for some reason, I don't have this in our core portfolio. I probably should. Oracle has a deal with Uber to take their uh, data into the cloud that came out um, with an announcement that popped the stock. We we got out of this one with a six percent gain. Um, this one has a buy in here at eighty eight fifty eight. Right now it's trading at eighty seven thirty two. It's down one point four percent. Their earnings are coming up March tenth. Uh, this is kind of in the middle range. I mean, do you want to buy it here? I would say probably eighty five um, would be your kind of pivot point on this one. This one doesn't move too much. It's just a buy and hold. Now here's the the, the big killer. Is that Oracle is the one that retires their stock. So they buy back a ton of stock, but their PE is 27. It's super expensive up at this this high high number. The 52-week high is 91. So you're only 2% below that one. So to get this cross up, I don't know, it's it's just not super, super impressive to me. Now the uh the mean target price is $90. So you're only $2 away from your 90, your $90 price target there. Um you have a bunch of sales here at like $82. I mean, this guy, uh, Jeffrey Henley, sold $32 million at 82. So I'd say 80 is probably, you know, a good floor on this one. They have good earnings, good forward progress, the whole deal. Uh, Keeping it to a half hour. So if you have any questions, hit me up in the socials. Uh, I want to thank everybody who signed up for uh um Visible, Visible Mobile. I I woke up and there were a ton of people that signed up. Uh, I say they're a sponsor, but I went over it yesterday. I just really kind of put their link. I save twenty dollars, you save twenty dollars. That's kind of the deal on Visible. When you sign up through the link in the description below, um, uh, TrendSpider. I had a question about TrendSpider, and let me go over this clearly. If you are just trading kind of casually, you don't need TrendSpider. Uh, I will tell you, once you get Trendspider and you get used to the backtesting portion, which I call my algorithm, it is super addictive. You create strategies. You look at strategies. And then you get hand, hand-tied to those strategies. I absolutely believe it's worth $500 a year. I personally pay $500 a year for this. I think I paid a little bit less because I sign up on the Black Friday sale That's why I was pushing it so hard on Black Friday. If you want to try it out, there's a free seven-day trial. I will tell you if you're trading casually, I don't know that you necessarily need it. I think you need to understand charting first. Before you put the money in, understand if you're not trading enough to earn at least $500 in a year by trading, don't get it. If you're trading enough to earn $500 a year uh, and you want an additional tool, get it. Just understand, it is not plug and play. This is not something where you just plug something and you have to do the work. It is absolutely a tool. It is nothing that's going to guarantee you money. I got a couple of questions on this. It is nothing that's going to guarantee you money. So uh, I do think that it's a great tool for me. I absolutely love it. I use this on a daily basis. Not only do I show you guys this. I hang out on my freaking couch on my laptop, and I use uh, TrendSpider. Um, and they just launched Dataflow. And, and go and look at their YouTube channel. Uh, if you want to try it out for seven days free, go to the link below. Uh, use D- DSP25 for 25% off if they don't have a sale. If they have a sale, you can absolutely take advantage of it. You can sign up month to month. But there's a free seven-day trial. I would say sign up on a Friday. Use it to, use, uh, to set it up on a weekend so you have enough time. But absolutely, I use it. I don't use it to its fullest potential. It is so deep, I don't use it to its full potential. Um, but it is a great, great tool. Uh, and I do like it. But the questions to me is, is this going to make me money? Hell no. It ain't going to make you money. You have to do the work. It's the same thing as any tool. This is, there's no guarantees in, in the market. It's all at your own risk. So uh, I'm going to do a video this weekend about Netflix. Hung, hopefully I'll do a fire video for you. Um, I also want to do a couple of other things I'm going to set up. I'm working on a new algorithm uh, with the 8 and 21 day uh, EMAs. Uh, We have a 65. If you don't know, just watch the video, by the way. Go on to my YouTube channel if you want to see TrendSpider and work and how to set it up. Uh, Different people use different TrendSpider setups. My screen looks completely different. Than most people's, and in fact, yesterday on um, I think on the YouTube live, uh, I think it was Justin who showed it to me. Was there's a a, 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 a indicator here, uh, the um the fair value gap, which I, I looked up last night and I was like, oh my god, how did I not know this? Now it's not a gap uh, like the gaps in the price, but it's a fair value, and and it's not as much of a magnet as the gaps the gap snake that I have that's set up. But it's huge. I mean, it just shows you. Look at Oracle right now. You know, why would I buy here at eighty-eight when the the, the fair value shows me at the 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 prices between eighty-four and eighty-five? Like I said, under eighty-five, I'd probably buy it. You know, um, but again, uh, it is not something where you just plug it in and you play it. This is work. And if you don't have time to do work, you know, if you want to listen to a guy on the internet for your uh your your stocks, it's not doing work. That that's simply listening to a guy, you know, to tell you kind of what to do, and that's not gonna work. Cleveland Cliffs is at nineteen sixty nine. Under twenty dollars buy that one all day long. Under twenty dollars by TQQQ all day long. I mean, you know, if you want simple stuff like that, absolutely one hundred percent. DRN, which is the 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 real estate bull. I mean look, it's gonna bounce off that two hundred day at ten dollars. It's at eleven oh two, it's trading at ten sixty nine in pre-market. So if you have any questions, hit me up. But, um, I am happy that you listen, join our private Facebook group. I've been posting, I've been down a rabbit hole on strategies all week. So I've been posting different strategies in there. Again, this is strategies. Have your own strategy. My strategy is I use my algorithm, the four hour algorithm, which I give you if you sign up for Trendspider. Um, I use that one. I use Finviz. I, I now use, uh, um, seeking alpha to, to, to look at comparisons. Uh, and I use, uh, what is it? Investor investing.com for pre-market stuff. I mean, it's pretty simple. There, there's three, four tools that I use. One of them's paid for, um, active trader pro I use for free. I'm a fidelity, uh, user, active trader pro comes free with fidelity and freaking boil is off to the freaking races. It's up at five seventy six. Uh, this one went down to about $5 and 20 cents. It looks like in pre-market. So uh, again, trade at your own risk. But the tools are free. You don't have to sign up for Trendspiders. Trendspiders is just a tool. It's not something that's going to make you money. It's a tool. So understand that you, you, you need to develop a strategy that's comfortable for you. There is no wrong strategy. If you lose money, you have to alter your strategy. That's all you need to do. So, but hopefully you're making money. High fives to everybody. Have a great weekend. Uh, I look forward to talking to you Monday. See you. Bye.